What is up? It's Wednesday, April 14th, and you're listening to episode 18 of the Chasing Points podcast, your weekly honest dive into the world of sports. I'm Sam. That's Hayes. What's up, dude? I'm not going to let you do it. <laughs> you're such a jerk. Why would you not let me do it? I man? pointed at you. I was ready to go, what? and you just took, you just answered for me. This is wild. Well, apparently he is Sam and Brandon, and I'm just the random guy that's here then. Hey, <laughs> hey dude. <laughs> what's up, guy? I mean, you what's ready? up, Sam and Brandon? <laughs> you ready to talk some uh talk some sports? Uh I am ready to talk some sports. Oh, well, looking ahead tonight, we're gonna dive into the NBA. We got 20 or so games left until uh the start of the playoffs, so We'll check in. We'll make some predictions. It's going to be good. I'm going to jump on the QB carousel in Atlanta. I thought that'd be fun. Uh, play a game of Do You Care with some former steroid users. No. Nope. That's also going to be fun. <laughs> but first, jumping into the second uh, week and now third week of Major League Baseball. Because our Yankees are, are struggling. And let's talk some baseball. Hayes. It's been three weeks into or two weeks into baseball season. What stood out to you? The difference of baseballs and how there hasn't really been uh, crazy home run numbers. Uh, and it seems to be uh, impacted by the change of the baseball. For those that weren't aware, uh, the ball is staying in the yard for the most part. Um, don't know how I really feel about that. That's one of the most exciting parts of baseball is seeing the long ball, but that's the thing that stood out to me most. There'd be a lot more uh, cracks of the of the bat, and I'm not really seeing that right now. Yeah, so the new um, the ringer.com, they had a really great article on this about uh, Major League Baseball debuting the new ball. They admitted in the offseason that there was going to be some slight changes. Um, so I... I uh, I think you should take a look at that article. It's pretty cool. Um, basically, it's saying... I don't know how to read, Sam. I'll read it to you, the whole thing, after we get off here. Um, so the M- MLB is debuting a new ball this season, and it's supposed to decrease the distance of deep fly balls, and by extension, quite possibly, the volume of home runs. Yet data from spring training is kind of a little different. The balls are being hit harder, Yep. but they're not necessarily... Yep. Yeah, they're not necessarily... <laughs> There's still a lot of home runs, but it's it's not quite the same amount. It's weird. It's really interesting, and certainly there's not that much data. We're only two weeks into the season, but yeah, no, it's something. Uh, I was just shocked to begin with that Major League Baseball admitted that there was a difference in the ball um, after kind of being quiet on it for a while now. Yeah, I it's it's weird. I, I, there's so many other things that I think the MLB could have changed before they touched the ball like that would have been probably like the last thing i would have changed um times in in between pitches uh you know uh, replays i think there's so many other things that they could have done prior to touching the actual baseball like that's what fans are there for those that are are, you know are, are fortunate enough to go to the games and are able to uh, you want to see an exciting game. And, and yes, if you're saying that the ball is getting hit harder, that's great. Love seeing a, you know, a, a you know, a scoreless game or a pitcher's duel. You know, I, I like seeing that every once in a while, but normally you pay money to go to the game to see 
offense, right? You're not there to really see defense unless it's an amazing standout play. So I, I don't know how I feel about it. Like you said, it's only two weeks. So I, I wait till we get to like midsummer to really give my judgment on it. But that's what stood out for me so far. How about yourself? Yeah, there's, so, I mean, on your point, there's so much that could have been done at Major League Baseball. So worried about speeding up this game and what are they going to do once they do it? Because it's like we've talked about, I think we talked about this right before the season about, you know, if Mike Trout walked into your supermarket or, or into, you know, a crowded area, would, would people know it's Mike Trout and he's the best player of this generation or Tatis Jr. or Soda? Would these guys know, would, would people know who they are? And I, th- I think Major League Baseball has got a fan problem, let alone a, you know, a marketing problem, let alone a, speeding up the game so it's like what are you going to do once you speed up the game i think i mean i've i've read places too other than this ringer article that you know changing the ball kind of just makes it out to be more of a three true outcomes game right you walk you strike out or you hit a home run and that that's not enjoyable i mean no yeah i mean home runs are, are cool i guess but like it's just it's the amount of strikeouts and isn't is is fun i guess if your team's striking out the other team but you know 220 batting averages are not are not sexy yeah no that's i mean that's fun when we're watching garrett cole but it's not fun right. when we're watching the rest of the yankee rotation as <sighs> yeah as we can see tonight where they're getting shelled uh yeah. what has stood out I guess you asked me what has stood out and I I would say, you know, more of that three true outcomes. We're seeing that more and more. And it's just not for teams that there's so many teams in this league, like the Yankees that just rely on the home run and that sucks. (laughs) Um, And you're seeing it early on and, and um, just a lot of uh, small ball, if you will, isn't being played Uh, the shift kind of eliminates a lot of that too so i mean if we're going to talk about making the game a little more enjoyable um i would i would have started other places than the baseball for sure mm-hmm. that's that's definitely for sure now you have something on here as studs now do you have a stud that you see so far in this season i don't have the stats in front of me but um my boy ronald acuna jr just is the offense for the the Atlanta Braves right now. I mean, Freddie Freeman's starting to wake up, um, but he, right. I mean, I don't know if you saw the numbers that Acuna had from over the weekend. Were you laughing because of the video of Bryce Harper? Oh, there's Why that too. Yeah. So there's <laughs> okay. this video on, on social media of this guy in Atlanta, this fan heckling Bryce Harper, telling him that he's not as good as Acuna. And he kept yelling it. And Bryce is, Bryce is a cool dude for all, you know, when it comes to that kind of stuff. And he was just like, Acuna, so that's that's what you're referencing. But yeah. no, I mean the dude's been hitting the uh, cover off the ball, and uh, it's just been fun to watch. What about you? Any stand-up performances? You mentioned his name. He's he's been the guy. He's he's showing to be the guy, and they look like they're going to be a uh, a contender this year. And that's Mike Trout. I, I mean, yep. the dude season in season out is phenomenal but now he has pieces around him they finally started to put pieces around him so now he's being protected so you can't you pitch around him you're pitching to somebody else that's going to put you in a predicament so 
they've they've done the right things uh with that lineup and i think he's extremely uh benefiting from that and just think about that you're giving the best player in baseball uh, another you know plus that's just it's not fair so i i'd say it's definitely trout for me yeah uh, over the over the last week acuña four home runs eight rbis he's hitting 571 with 11 runs scored and trout is let me pull that up over the last week trout's hitting 421 three home runs five rbis five runs scored so yeah it's yeah. wild uh all right well with every stud there's a dud and i think we may have the same one here it's a little close to home what do you got Hayes? the whole entire yankee team i i don't i don't know what the whole team the whole no, team man. starting Garrett, with brett garner garrett cole Garrett Cole is he's he's the exception to the rule. I'm not even including him in this. He's just been so phenomenal. He just gets his own. How is the gear. most clutch hitter on this team been like Gio Urshela or, or Gary Sanchez? Oh, yeah, I, I, I don't I don't I don't know, man. Like, it's just. First off, get rid of Gene Carlo. I, I Derek Jeter after all the years that we've cheered for you DJ you you give this to us you give us this curse that is Gene Carlo with this massive contract that can't stay healthy that strikes out all the time or hits a ground ball and sometimes gets a hold of a pitch would you, would you have rather had Giancarlo Stanton or Bryce Harper Bryce Harper yeah are it's, you kidding uh, me that's well, like that's that's like that's a, where that money went yeah but that's that's so thing- stupid the thing with uh, Stan that drives me crazy, and my my boy Mike uh, will attest to this, is his batting stance. It like defies physics for me. He like crouch. He's got like one foot in, and he doesn't move his feet. Like his feet do not. It's it's kind of incredible because he's like six seven or whatever, but his feet do not leave the ground once he makes contact. Like they're just stationary, and I feel like. You're just gonna pull something that way. It's really weird to watch. It, have you paid attention to when he swings at something? He kind of like fades away, and it's di- it's like it's different. Like I watched Ichiro, and, I, and you have as well. Like he's he's different. Like his fade away was like different. Ichiro is a a master when it comes to hitting the baseball, right? Well, the but, Ichiro almost like leaned into it, right? Well, he like, he did at times, but sometimes Otani does away. that too. It's like that lefty kind of like get out of the box, like watch Gene Carlo again. Yeah, just just watch him swing. Like he does Do like I this fade to? away. Like I mean, you're gonna have to because you're a fan. So uh, it's like a fade away shot, and he misses it every single time. Um, so I can do without him. Um, I can. I really, if I was Brian Cashman, I'd probably get on the phone and call Tanaka up and say, "Hey, listen, I know you're in Japan. Hey, what are you doing? Uh, but you, uh, you want to come through? You want to Netflix and chill? Uh, we'll give you uh, <laughs> every dollar in our bank right now because this is crazy. Like, it just makes no sense. Outside of Garrett Cole, this rotation is nothing." You have your boy Taeyong. That's okay. I get it. He's coming back from. He's just not ready, man. He hasn't correct. pitched in two years. He's just not ready. What about your AL Cy Young pick? Yeah, yeah. My dark horse ain't doing not a Corey damn Kluber. thing. What's um, up with that, man? He's not doing anything. The only other person that's that's pretty much somewhat doing something is Montgomery, and he just had a terrible outing. Uh, so it's just I don't get it to have the you have 
arguably the, one of the best bullpens in the mm-hmm. AL and you can't even make it there. Like you're, you're tiring them out because you have to bring them in so early. And they're doing a great job. They are, they yeah. are, but, but then on, on the opposite end of it, like we're watching right now, you have Ryu over here pitching a shutout against the Yankees. Uh, and there's no offense. There's, there's none. There's nothing from judge. There's nothing from Hicks. There's nothing from my boy Frazier. There's, there's nothing from anybody that is just like, okay, wh- what are we doing here? So I, the Yankees are, this is why I did not pick them to win the world series. I didn't think they were going to be this bad starting off, but this is not looking good so far. They're, they're looking in the playoff. They've turned in the playoff Yankees already. Yeah, out of the gate. I mean, they stumbled out of the gate the last couple of years, and they ended up with a hundred wins or what? You know, last year, whatever, they won forty wins or whatever because of the shortened season. But, um, so I don't think it's like doomsday here. Uh, we should just name this segment Yankee Corner. But uh, I did attest something to you over the weekend or late last week in our uh, text messages. Um, your disdain for Brett Gardner is how I feel about Aaron Hicks. And I am so... They gave him a day off the other day, yesterday, or Monday. Um, And now he's not hitting third, and Judge is third. And I get the whole, like, your best hitter hits second kind of thing, but I think Judge is a three-hitter, and it's really weird to watch uh, Stan hitting second now, but at least Aaron Hicks is not hitting third to strike out with you know with men on base so your disdain for brick gardner is matched by mine of Aaron hicks that's fair just i, I can't argue throw it out there yeah he, even though he is a switch hitter and seems yes. to be the only like left-handed batter that we have uh because you know apparently the yankees can't find one out of all the left-handed batters in major league baseball bring back dd man <laughs> don't get me started on that one um Bring back Didi. He was the heart of this that, team. I love that guy. Bring yeah. back Didi. Moved DJ to to first and moved Glaber to second. And uh, let's play some baseball. Anything well, else? Where, Maybe. Where's Odor going to go then? I don't know, man. He's looked good actually. Yeah, exactly. He looks <laughs> weird without. Uh, he looks weird without the beard. Hey Yankees. I guess this. Yeah. Hey Yankees. Go ahead. I know this has been on your chest for a while. It go is. Ahead. It is. Stop making these grown men cut their facial hair it is terrible it it i understand the whole premise behind the business look right they need to be sellable and all that stuff but guess what like sam and i've been talking about if you look at all the other players outside of the yankees they're not clean shaven right they don't have to be and guess what they are they're just as well known as these other players it yes get it Aaron Judge is the face of the Yankees, and you have baby face on him. But it's like, let these guys have somewhat of a personality. They can't do anything crazy with their hair. They can't do anything. It's like you're just you're stuck in this little bubble. Like we're back in 1920, and you have to conform to this is the business look. You got to do that. It's the dumbest damn thing ever. Stop it. Let them grow facial hair. It's annoying. <sighs> Done. Hey, sigh. Nice. That was good. Thanks. Thanks. Moving on, I guess. Anything else to wrap up baseball here? A little uh, Yankee I think, corner. I think we should just leave on that that note, sir, and let's just go to the next thing. At, okay. As I mentioned at the top, there's like 20 or so games left in the 
NBA regular season. What's stood out to you so far? Uh, what stood out to me is what happened today. Uh, and I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't mention uh, or take the time to say rest in peace to Dante Wright. Uh, today at 4 p.m., the Nets and Timberwolves played. Their game was postponed from yesterday due to the killing of this young man. And they came out wearing uh, shirts, and it said, Liberty and Justice for All. And under the for all was underlined. Uh, and I thought it was a solid statement. And NBA always does uh, does well in these situations that are, are terrible and, and way too common. And they've taken it upon themselves to always be at the forefront of, of what's been going on. So that is what stood out for me today. And, and I had to mention that. Uh, but if, if anything that stood out to me for this, this season, there's a lot of major prominent players that are, are injured so far. The, the ADs, LeBron's, uh, Katie's been up and down, Harden's down. Um, Giannis, are, no Giannis. Yeah. Uh, th- there's just a lot of our Jamal Murray, as we'll, we'll oh, talk okay. about, uh, down. So there's a lot of injuries going on. And I've noticed that a lot recently. I don't know if that has to do with anything uh, COVID protocol wise. Uh, but I think this playoff, I think it's going to be a lot of different faces that people aren't used to in this playoffs. Um, some stars are going to pop out, but I, I'm enjoying what basketball looks like again, even with fans. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and again, really, you mentioned it really powerful moment from the, from the nets and the T wolves and, and uh, the twins went ahead and, and postponed their game. I think they were first yesterday and the Timberwolves are right behind them. And then the Minnesota wild and um, right behind them and um, out of respect and, you know, safety concerns too, for, for everyone involved. And, um, you know, these killings are senseless and we hope that, you know, we could stop talking about this to be frank um, it'd be nice that'd be great um but you know back on to get to get onto the court yeah the, the injuries are mounting up and i put i put on our show notes here the west and we've been saying for a while you know lebron's gone down ad is still down the lakers just need to coast and they they'll be fine they'll win the the west i'm not as sure about that as I was maybe after LeBron got hurt or definitely when, when AD first went down the, you know, Jamal Murray of the, the nuggets tore his ACL. It's awful. He's a big part of that nuggets team. It's certainly not joking, but you know, a, a big part of that team there, the Suns look great. The jazz are going to be a problem. We hate the Clippers. We think they're, you know, they're, they're not going to show up in big moments, but, you know, I still wouldn't count Kawhi out in a big moment. He he's clearly earned that, right? So, I I just think there's a you know we love Dame and and CJ McCollum out in uh in Portland. I I don't think it's going to be that easy for the Lakers come May and June. I don't either. I mean, they're not even the number one team and haven't been the number one team pretty no. much all season. And in, yeah. in in the West, uh, it's been the Jazz. Uh, but that 
you can be the the king of the regular season and not in the uh, playoffs. So it, it's going to be interesting to see. I, I definitely think the West has gotten better. LeBron is getting older. Uh, AD is, is still young, but it's never really healthy all the time. Um, I think that championship run is is catching up to them from last year, which is why I think this wear and tear in their body is is now uh, prevalent. They don't. They've now extended the timetable to several more weeks for LeBron. Still don't have a timetable for AD. So this is looking really, really weird. I don't know what's going on with that, but I love seeing these younger teams out here. It sucks that we don't get Jamal Murray and and Jamal. Uh, prayers up to you, my friend. Uh, it was a nasty, nasty ACL uh, tear uh, against the Warriors. The same game that Steph Curry became the all-time leading scorer for the Warriors, passing Will Chamberlain. Uh, but that it, it that was terrible to see, and it's such a young team. But they, I think, the person that people should be talking about now, and the West that people aren't talking about, and and will is Michael Porter Jr. Because now with Murray down. Uh, the guy that people thought would be in the top five, top 10 during his draft, uh, he's been showing that he has all the intangibles and, and I love to see this young man play, but that the West is going to be extremely interesting, but you should have put the East because the East is also going to well, be interesting gonna, right yeah. now too. Uh, you got right now, um, I think the Nets and the Sixers are tied after uh, their game. When you guys hear this uh, today, uh, they're going to be going against each other, and that's for the number one seed. Uh, so that that battle right there. But you also have the Celtics. You also have the Bucks. Uh, I'm not really concerned about the Bucks. I think they the Bucks kind of lost their steam to me when they got rid of Brogdon. That was one of the dumbest moves I think, in my opinion, they got drew holiday who I love super underrated, but um, it is what it is with that. And then the Raptors, eh, like it doesn't really matter with them. So it's really like a, a three team race, in my opinion, uh, between the Sixers Celtics and, and nets. Yeah. So Sixers and the nets are relatively tied for first place here. And I mean, that Brogdon trade was a couple of years ago at this point, but big trade too. Yeah. Still, I mean, still dumb. It was weird. It's weird. Uh, he's he such a. I mean, he did such a great job of doing all the little things for the Bucks and and freeing up Giannis and the pick and roll and everything else. Yep. It was just weird, like almost like they knew something to not keep him. Like I, it's just I don't understand. And you pay Drew Holiday the instead of paying why, him. The reason why is because I mean I know Brogdon's hurt a lot. No, that wasn't even the reason. The reason was because at that time they were trying to clear as much money as they could to give Giannis that max deal. So no matter what they had to do, that was their main focus. So regardless if they had to let somebody like him walk because he was going to to get paid as well, they wanted to give Giannis all the money that they possibly could and keep Middleton as well. But now you see where that is, right? You pay Drew Holiday, you bring Drew Holiday in, which is great, but with Brogdon there, that's a different, that's a young talent that you're now missing, and it's it's going to show again, but it, it, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, there's, um, yeah, I guess you're right. They gave someone else a ton of money, right? It wasn't Middleton. Maybe it was Middleton. 
those those uh, are the only three on yeah. that team that I know that yeah. made money. It's that, Giannis and Middleton and and Drew Holiday. So, what? Speaking of the East and your your Nets, when are we going to see the big three be the big three and on the court at the same time? Uh, I think when James is back, uh, I think that's when we'll see it because I, I makes sense. I, okay, he's a missing piece right now. He 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 really is. I mean, I mean, Kyrie gets to you know take off whenever he needs to take off. Uh, I guess that's in his contract that he can do whatever he needs to do. Is we got to get that uh, in ours? Uh, yeah, that'd be nice. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Honestly, I think a lot of people were talking about like chemistry um, and if they're going to ever like mesh and stuff like that. And obviously the first thing you have to do is see them play together. But these are three basketball superstars. I think they can figure that out pretty quickly of what to do. And then they picked up these role players that that have fit in perfectly because you don't need them to do much. You just need them to pick up basically the other slack, grab 10 rebounds, get five extra assists, play good defense, and we can handle the rest. Um, so I think that's interesting in itself. Uh, I, I would love to see them all together in the court because I'm sure that's what a lot of people would like to see, uh, <laughs> you know, because you're probably still paying the price to see all three and you're getting one or two <laughs> from there. So, yeah. The playoffs start May twenty second. Still, still some time to to uh, get everyone healthy, both for those Lakers and certainly we hope to see the big three for the Nets on the court by that time. the The playoffs should end by July twenty second. So it's a grind, man. Two months, two month, two month grind. It's gonna be. It'll be interesting. It's like its own season. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. I'll tell you that much. This is the best time of the year for basketball. Easily. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. No, for sure. Prediction time. You still got your nets out of the East? Yes, I do. Yeah. And what about the West? What are you thinking? Uh, right now, right if, now. I were, if I were to have to do it, uh, there's no LeBron, no AD. I have to go with... Uh, or uncertain. You don't know when they're going to come back, if they're yeah. going to how much runway they're going to have before the playoffs start if if any i'll take i'll take the uh the number 1 seed i'll take the jazz oh okay you you do i i was really feeling the nuggets especially with with Aaron Gordon i mean Porter Jr's yeah it's you know those back problems sunk him all the way to the end of the lottery a couple years ago he's a he's a beast I was really feeling the Nuggets. I don't know if they could do it without Jabal Murray. I don't follow them that closely, but um, I'll say if you know if if the if AD and LeBron aren't playing, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go trendy pick here. The Suns. I like that because my boy D book. Yeah, and CP3 and, and CP can't you know. CP3 is like that's 50 my, and he's still balling, man. That's my that's my arguably one of the five favorite point guards ever. He's definitely in the top five for me. Easily. Yeah, he's um he's so I feel like he's so um he's just underrated for being so overrated at times, you know? Like I'd say so. I, I'd say so. I I think his game is underrated because of the fact that he he plays old school. Like he plays like an old school point guard. Like he can he can cross the hell out of you, right? Like a like right. a new age point guard. But everything else that he does is super like nineties type basketball. And I love that. That's why he's 
He's always been my guy. Um, he just plays the game in a different way. His intensity is is everything. Uh, you know, we I have here Jamal Murray's torn ACL. We kind of touched on that. Mark Cuban mentioned today that the playing games are an enormous mistake in this shortened season. Any do you care? Any thoughts on on that? Mark I really Cuban care. Is... I, I generally like don't mind Mark Cuban. I don't care. <laughs> I love Mark Cuban. I think yeah. he's I think he's honestly one of the best owners in sports, period. Uh, but sometimes Mark Cuban should just shut the hell up. Uh, and this is one of those times because he hopes his team, you know, is somewhat relevant because they have one of the best players in the league and they paid and got poor Zingy and he ain't done nothing. Uh, so they're going nowhere. And of course he's going to say this cause he wants his team to, uh, do something or have a chance in the stack West and they're not going to do Yeah. It. They're currently seventh. So they'd be in these playing games. Um, so something to certainly watch any, anything else on the NBA before we, we jump into some football. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> no. Jumping on the QB carousel. I was watching get up today. And Mel Kuyper was on with his one of his mock drafts. And there was he projected a trade that your boy tight end Kyle Pitts from University of Florida would be taken at four by the Dolphins, and at six, the Falcons would take Trey Lance. Q, QB out of uh, North Dakota. So it kind of made me think, you know, we've been featuring this quarterback carousel. We've been talking about all off season at this point, Sam Darnold, Ben Roethlisberger, uh, you know, Stafford and golf, all these, you know, question marks. What do the Falcons do at number four? Is Matt, how long is Matt Ryan, the quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons? What would you do? If you're Matt the Ryan shouldn't have been the quarterback after they blew that lead in the Super Bowl. That that is when I would have looked and be like, mm, I still got this guy. Who did he win here. a? Did he win an MVP that year though? Had that work out for a minute in the uh, Super Bowl? <laughs> I, I think right? I think it was. I think he won an MVP that year, right? Yeah. Okay, that's great. That I guess mean, he had what, a good year. Guess guess who was the MVP of the Super Bowl? Tom Brady. Was that Tom Brady? I think. Or it, was that Edelman? That was Edelman. no. I don't. I don't. I think Edelman was that Rams game, right? Whatever. I feel like it could have been James White. It was somebody. But it was from probably Patriots, Brady, right? right? It was right, somebody right. from the Patriots, and it wasn't him. And when it comes time to being MVP, you don't do. You're not the most valuable in the biggest game of the year. You mean nothing. Just like his nickname should never have ever been given to him, Matty Ice, uh, unless you're talking about how uh, cold he is, not in a good way in the playoffs. Or the season. I can't stand Matt Ryan. I just got to be honest with you. I can't stand the way that he plays. I know he's a great guy. So everybody says, right? A guy from Boston College and all this. And he, he does all these things, right? Like, I, I don't like his style of play. And you have one of the greatest weapons in Julio Jones that gets a new contract every year. Uh, <laughs> and you make it all the way this way, and this big giant of a man that all you need to do is throw anywhere around him and he'll bully anybody. You can't win with him. I, I just I feel bad for Julio 
All right. But to answer your question, since I went on my little rant, um, you draft a quarterback. Now, I don't care if it's Trey Lance, uh, Lance Bass, uh, <laughs> Sir Lancelot, uh, you get whoever the hell you need to get because <laughs> Matt Ryan ain't it anymore, right? You just need to get him one out of here because I, I just think that it's 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 enough. Enough is enough. Matt Ryan, just go. Um, I still think Julio has several good years in him. Um, so do what you can while you can. Um, Alvin Ridley. It. Yes, Alvin Ridley. Yes, correct. So that that's my thing. And if they... And I pray if if anybody gets Kyle Pitts, I just pray it's not the Dallas Cowboys because that'll be a scary ass team, and I don't want to see. Yeah, that. I don't see how don't the Cowboys could jump up to do that, but unless he falls, um, I I think if you're the Falcons, you don't expect to be drafting up there, up at the you know top of the draft again. Penny Sewell, Rashawn Slater would be great fits. They could certainly. You know, they could use a tight end, too. I think they signed Hayden Hurst, and that hasn't quite worked out. Um, new new coach, Ar- Arthur Smith, you know, who knows? But, yeah, I, I think you have to assume that you're not going to be up there again. Yeah. So take the quarterback, and if it's not Lance, is it Justin Fields? They're going to Fields Pro Day. I guess he's having another Pro Day. Yeah, this is with this... Ohio State this time. Oh, before it was just himself? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Devin, that's cool. He's having another pro day, and I forgot who's uh, Trey Lance is having another pro day. Oh, well, good. Because what's happening to Justin Fields is kind of, I know people have said it's kind of criminal. It's it's okay. Whoever gets him is going to have a Lamar Jackson type thing again. Yeah. It's, this is this just keeps repeating itself over and over again. You got a bunch. This is. <laughs> This just reminds me of several other things that go on in this country, but you get these old people that keep running the same type of thing over and over again, and they keep wondering why they keep missing out on great things because you're like, oh, well, you know, this worked for us once in the past, and they keep passing up on things like Lamar Jackson because you think he should be a wide receiver, and then the dude turns out to be an MVP, right? You you pass up on Russell Wilson because he's too short, wins a Super Bowl, could have won two Super Bowls, right? You have things like that that continue to happen. Patrick Mahomes, oh, well, he can't do anything. He's not going to do this. Okay, one Super Bowl, and it's considered to be already one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever grace a football field. People are terrible at assessing talent in the NFL. So this is just going to be the same thing again. They're going to pass up on Justin Fields. Justin Fields is going to be balling in a couple of years. If he's not, then you guys can come back to me and say, hey, Brennan, remember what you said? And I'll say, you know what? You're right. I was wrong this time, but I I think it is a travesty of, of what's going on. And whoever gets him, I, <laughs> have fun because you're going to get a baller. Yeah, I used to have the sign in my office at one point, and it said, "But that's the way we always have done it," and then X over it, like a circle and a crossed out, because like that kind of thinking, and you see that a lot with some of these, um some of these talent evaluators that are continually, you know, don't live to draft another quarterback or to, you know, pick at the bottom of the draft again or top of the draft rather because of that same mindset. And I, I just, I don't know if this is just smoke with Mac Jones from Alabama going three, but, and we've certainly talked about it. And I don't know if that's what you're alluding to, 
but I don't see how Mac Jones is the third overall quarterback. I, I'm not a talent evaluator. I'm a fan of the draft. Excuse me. I'm a fan of the draft. I, I'd like to, to know I know a thing or two about sports, but I just don't see the upside. I see at best you have someone who is better but less mobile than Jimmy G. Just think of this, Sam. All right. Put yourself in the NFL, right? Put Julio Jones and Larry Fitzgerald on your right side, right? Put Ocho Cinco and Terrell Owens on your left side, right? There is no way that you're not going to look good as a quarterback throwing to those guys. Sure. This is Mac Jones and Alabama. You have <laughs> Najee Harris. You have Devonta Smith. You have uh, Waddle. Uh, Jalen Waddle, yeah. You have all Jerry of, Judy, Henry Ruggs. <laughs> you have all these phenomenal players around you at one point in time. Yeah, but, of course you look good. But, of course you look good. Right. So does that same logic apply to Tua? Because I've heard that about Mac Jones, and I, I agree. And I probably sent you, you know, there was a meme mm-hmm. where it was all four of those guys walking on the field last year. And yeah, does that same logic apply to Tua? Does that same logic apply to AJ McCarron or Greg McElroy or any one of these bum quarterbacks that Alabama has had for a decade before, you know, before Tua? I like how you left out Jalen Hurts. I love you for that. Appreciate that. Um, <laughs> but I think, I think Jalen, and this is legit not me being biased because I still don't know what Jalen's going to be. But out of those quarterbacks that have come out of Alabama in the recent years, and I know he obviously went to Oklahoma before he came into the NFL, Jalen is built different. What he does in the weight room, how he controls the team, how he is able to throw the ball, how he's able to run is different. Tua, he got benched for Tua, which I still don't understand that. And, yes, they ended up winning, right? All-time move by Nick Saban because you're throwing a, a rookie into a second half of a national title game. Yeah. And you are just praying that it works at this point. And it did. It did. He looked great for it. But if it went the opposite way, then I'm, they probably still would have let him get a pass because he's Nick Saban. But um, I, the verdict for me has been out for Tua for, for quite some time now. I don't know what he really can do. I'm kind of curious to see how it is this year. But again, how can we really evaluate a young man that plays for one of the worst teams and has been one of the worst teams for decades, right? You you put him on, he was in Alabama, which is one of the best teams in college football, and then he immediately goes to one of the worst teams in the NFL where guys are 10 times better than they were in college. I don't know how you really get to see his true talent, but I guess we'll we'll have to see. But I, I don't I don't have faith in Tua. I, I just got to be honest about that. I don't. Well, time time will tell there. I think we should honestly do uh, what what we think we should do leading up to the draft, uh, being that it's, what, two weeks away? Um, April 29th, yeah. Thursday, so April 29th, first round. I think what we should do is I think we should take uh, the top 20 picks, right? and Or potential, right? Projected. And we should see who we think is going to have be the top five players out of the draft this season. And then see who we think is going to be the top player 
and season two or three right just just to see because i figure we'll be around doing this for a while so at least we can come god back willing to it, you know yeah some uh and hopefully some special guests come draft time and some more extensive draft coverage as we get a little closer yeah it sounds falcons, like a good idea i know the falcons hope their special guest is a new quarterback but continue sam hey it's time to play do you care nope nope is this for the first question? <laughs> no. <Nah. laughs> hey, guess what? Alex Rodriguez, you've heard of him, right? Anthony Edwards hasn't, but yes, I have. Is part of an ownership group that just purchased the Minnesota Timberwolves for $1.5 billy. It's a lot of money. It is. Hey, Hayes, do you care? I do. I'm happy for him. Um, I Can't got- get the Mets. Might as well just buy the Timberwolves. It's amazing because just just reading and, and doing and learning about business stuff is just think about this. A Rod had one of the most controversial baseball careers with the steroid situation, made buku money just from contracts, even while he was cheating. And this man is now a part owner of a NBA franchise after you what you just mentioned, he couldn't get the mess. It's just crazy how how resilient this man is and how he is loved, even though he's cheated, uh, how he is loved in the base world sports world outside of Anthony Edwards, uh, the rookie for the Timberwolves. Cause he had no idea who Alex Rodriguez was uh, and is, and he says he doesn't pay attention to baseball. So that was just absolutely amazing. Uh, <laughs> just thought that was greatness, but yeah, I, I do care about that. How about you, Sam? I, um, I mean, I don't know if Alex Rodriguez is going is is going to help your team draw free agents. I don't think that. I'm. I guess I'm happy for him. I'm lukewarm on a Rod now. I was, you know, I was totally, um, you know, screw him for a really long time. Could care less and the smugness and the whatnot. But the dude loves baseball. He's clearly been a successful businessman i wish him luck i hope you know i family in minnesota i hope they can turn around a uh i hope a rock can help get the right people in there and turn around that organization but i i don't uh i don't think it's gonna i don't think his name clearly the number one pick in the draft doesn't know who you are um, I, I don't know how much leverage that's really going to give you in the open market there i don't think it really matters in the nba yeah. Yeah, I agree. I don't think so. As long as you're not James Dolan, uh, yeah. people want to will will go where the money is. Well, people will start coming to the Knicks now because James Dolan now no longer has his hand in the front office. So yeah, we'll start Rose to see people coming. Yeah, doing a hell of a job in Worldwide West and everyone else involved with that team. So I mean, that's that's been great um, as a Knicks fan myself. Not enough Knicks talk on this pod. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Thank hey uh we we're just talking about things i uh i love today um well well first off only 20 percent on instagram said that they care that a rod bought the timberwolves so we gotta address our our uh our fans again it's not a surprise i from a business aspect i'm happy for him like outside of that if i wasn't a yankee fan or wasn't an a rod fan like i wouldn't really care i'm not he's he's yeah. good you know a rod where i like a rod is like fox analyst 
A Rod, A Rod in the booth on Sunday Night Baseball could do without Investigation can do without. I I agree. I agree. But but A Rod Fox like analyzing the game, you know, pre and post game during the the World Series, great. He's great. Um, hey, Patriots wide receiver and former Super Bowl MVP. We just don't remember which one. Uh, Julian Edelman retired after 11 seasons in the NFL. Do you care? No. Yeah, me neither. And uh, two-thirds of our audience doesn't care either. So I don't know how much time we should spend on this. But I'll just basically put it this way. Sum it up. That type of wide receiver, I could care less because they only worked with Tom Brady. You got Amendola. You got Edelman and you have Wes Welker. All three played for the Patriots. All three excelled under Tom Brady. All three were terrible outside of playing with Tom Brady. Welker did all right without Tom Brady, though. Uh, but he also did go to Peyton Manning, didn't he? I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah, Wes did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I could care less about Edelman. But, uh, but good for you, buddy. Our buddy Jeremiah sent this over to me today. Um, Julian Edelman graduated from junior high, then high school, then college. Then had a 12-year, I think it was 11, but 12-year NFL career and retired during Tom Brady's time in the league. That's wild. That's really, really wild. That means Tom Brady is just an old, old geezer. Is Julian Edelman a Hall of Famer? I haven't seen his numbers, but I wouldn't say he is. I have his regular season numbers here. I think if you add the playoffs, so. It's probably, probably real talk. If you if you add those, I mean, the dude made the playoffs probably every year, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, six hundred twenty catches, sixty eight hundred yards, thirty six touchdowns, three Super Bowls, one Super Bowl MVP. I don't really know where that stacks up, but again, and I don't have his playoff numbers in front of me, but be interesting. I think there's still a lot of worthy uh, guys on the ballot, so. I'd say so. Wait. He's gonna have to wait. If if he if he does get it, he's gonna have to wait like a while. Yeah. Um. It it does say something that the most successful. I saw this uh, tweet too. The most successful wide receiver Bill Belichick has ever drafted was a quarterback from Kent State. <laughs> That's sad. That's very very sad. But very very true. Still waiting uh, for Nikhil Harry. The, you know, I don't want to piss off the Nikhil Harry truthers oh, out there. Nikhil Harry, the truth hey, is good as gracious. <laughs> uh, right before the show, which is being taped on April 13th, Tuesday, uh, the Bucks joined the Broncos and the Seahawks in saying they won't report to voluntary offseason workouts next weekend. The Players, uh, players Union and the NFL wants a virtual offseason. They're citing covid you know the the rise in covid cases throughout the country and uh what the at least the denver broncos are calling lack of ad- adequate protocols in place off-season workouts are scheduled to begin next week april 19th hayes you care no could care less about this i really feel like players just aren't doing this because now they have the 17th game and it's just like all right well we're just not going to do this now like if anything that we can get out of now we're just not going to do so i care more about the fact that alvin Kamara hasn't spent one dollar of his nfl contracts which i think is pretty amazing really? i love hearing that's cool yes, i think gronk does that too right gronk did it yeah. marshawn lynch did it those are the yeah. only three people i know that did it and i think Good that's amazing that, 
that means they're just getting paid crazy money off of endorsements. So good for y'all. All right. Yeah, I don't, I don't care either. If, uh, you know, the majority of America, corporate America, business world is working from home. If the Broncos and the Seahawks want to work from home, they clearly did it last year. And uh, I have no, I don't care. I, I guess it's, I don't care, right? Do you, I just don't. Uh, before we, uh, before we wrap up, Hayes, tomorrow, April 15th, special day in, uh, you know, American history and, and in major league baseball, Jackie Robinson day, um, as major, uh, really cool things. Everyone wears number 42 on April 15th. And, uh, just to commemorate the, uh, you know, Jackie Robinson breaking the color barrier and, you know, no more important of a time than now with what we're seeing to just kind of uh, just step back and honor what, what Jackie did and the Dodgers did with uh, him breaking that barrier. Uh, Jackie Robinson should get way more than just today. Um, but I do love uh, that they still celebrate uh, Jackie Robinson on this day uh, that, Everybody in the league gets to wear the re- retired number 42. And the last player to actually wear that number was Mariano Rivera, who had the blessing to do so, which is also another amazing thing in itself. Um, Jackie Robinson means the world to me because a kid like myself growing up that did play baseball, that grew up playing baseball, still watches it to this day. That sport might have meant absolutely nothing to me if he wasn't brave enough to go ahead and and do the things that he did. But you have people like Satchel Page, too, that also need to be spoken about. Um, this is uh, this is a man that's on the Mount Rushmore for me of 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 black people that have changed the world to make it better for people of, um, of my community uh, now, before and, and in the future and the future to come. Uh, I do truly appreciate him making the sacrifice because I don't think a lot of players in this day and age would do something like what he did because they weren't making the money that the players are making now. Right. So it's a little bit different then than it is now. So a lot of players, a lot of people are seeing that you get paid millions and millions of dollars. They weren't making anywhere near that. Right. And especially not a black man uh, that was breaking a barrier. So he had nothing to lose. Right. Which is why, Colin Kaepernick's situation was so big to me as well. Colin is no longer getting paid by the NFL. Yes, he's getting paid by Nike and so on and so forth, but he sacrificed his career. And a lot of people will sit there and say, well, he really was on a decline, but he still would have been in the league right now because he's still more viable than a lot of quarterbacks are in the league. Um, And that was a huge sacrifice. So I I do appreciate people that that stick their neck out for something bigger than them. Uh, So thank you, Jackie Robinson. I appreciate it. And you, uh, you allowed this kid from uh, Newburgh, New York <laughs> to actually be able to go out there and run in center field and dive and catch a baseball. So thank you. Yeah. And you know, you, you mentioned it, Satchel Page, Larry Doby, mm-hmm. just remembering the Negro leagues and, um, and, and every, uh, you know, he's not the only one like it, the, the problem didn't just disappear when when everyone accepted Jackie Robinson as as you know a Brooklyn Dodger. It 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 still goes on to this day, um, but you know. So I, you you said it perfectly, and 
um really special day so we'll uh we'll we'll end with that there anything uh anything i'll say is before we wrap up real quick on that i i would have been a brooklyn dodger fan if they stayed in new york just because of that man and i would have never been a yankee fan if that was the case yeah you've said that a lot yeah yeah that would have definitely been uh been something like that and i also it really sucks that covid impacted last year so much because that was the what was it the 50th anniversary of the negro league or I'm trying to remember what I don't I don't want to be wrong, but they didn't get to celebrate that enough last year. I, I wish they would kind of do something this year, but um, it was the hundredth hundredth. There you go. I knew sixteenth. I, I knew That's it was. True. I was like I knew I'm off. I'm probably off by fifty, but yeah, hundred. So um, what I'm looking forward to uh, is your birthday. Happy <laughs> birthday, Sam. Thanks, bro. You're you're welcome, guy. Um, Sam, if you guys can send, I'm starting to GoFundMe for Sam. Uh, depends are accepted. Oh, jeez. Send some depends. Uh, you know, we might need some uh, gate mobility devices for him. Uh, also, hearing aids and uh, some type of visual aid for him as well. That will will most definitely work too. Um, so I you I, act I, like you act like I'm more. You're a year younger than me, dude. That's that's a whole lot, Sam. That's a whole lot when you're like 75, okay? Um, so just deal with it. <laughs> uh, you're 75 and I'm 31. So there you go, Sam. Just deal with it. All right. Um, Thank you. Thank you, buddy. Welcome. I appreciate it. What are you it. looking forward to? Uh, personally, a nice uh, a nice day with uh, my family and uh, to see my two-and-a-half-year-old blow out a candles on a cake is the coolest thing ever uh, to send you a video um but you know just get into baseball and and the the final swing of basketball here and hopefully our yankees could turn it around um let's hope yeah we'll see it's uh that's it good show yes i would say so so for brandon i'm pointing at you i'm sam Thanks. thank you for listening to chasing points podcast wherever you listen apple Podcasts, spotify google play stitcher thank you for uh for making us part of your commute day gym routine whatever it is much love appreciate it we will be back uh on sun recording sunday night and uh till then peace speaking of the gym sam for those that don't know gym etiquette i'm just going to give you a little little advice uh when you go to the gym uh this is even prior to uh, the pandemic uh it is not cool to be working a circuit on five different machines as if you're the only one in the gym. Uh, we, this is a public service announcement to you. If you do this, um, a, we need you to stop doing that. You are not, uh, working for the world's strongest man competition and if you are please do it on your own time i don't need to see you do it at planet fitness golds or whatever small uh Going crossfit or uh, yeah, yeah crossfit yeah, yeah go or go buy your own equipment somewhere go go play in a park do something or play in traffic uh that's all i got uh thanks bye guys <laughs>